following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to the Hear Me Out Music Podcast with Jenna and Elena. That's Elena. And that's Jenna. Jenna, what are we talking about today? I'm glad you asked, Elena. Today, we will be exploring the classic rock genre. And nothing is more classic rock than a definition. So what is classic rock? (laughs) So Tell me. I don't know. Classic rock is pretty much what I found on Wikipedia. Mm. It's a step. The actual classic rock genre was kind of established in the 1980s mm-hmm. by a radio station in Cleveland. And you know me, I hate Ohio, but they do some right. things right. They yeah. do some things right, like Cedar Point. Mm. Cedar Point, and also, hence, the Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Correct, correct. I did go to the rock and we were members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my family and I, for quite some time. I. If if you put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame today, if we teleported right now, mm-hmm. I could give you a tour. Like I know every, every, every little – I mean, here's the thing. They probably change it, mm-hmm. but I bet I could give you a, a very, very solid tour of, like, every little thing that's in there. If I, you – so if you made music and ended up in the Hall of Fame, yeah. who's – um, whose music would you want to like be next to? Like, which band or artist would you want to be like nestled between, like, in a little huddle? I thought about that because when I was um, younger, I thought it would be so cool to make every like one album of every genre of music. Mm. So if they could put me, <laughs> if they could put me in my own little supply closet and open the <laughs> door, and it's just like the like confetti the comes Hall down, thing. yeah. <laughs> There's like a dark corner and like there's there's going to be confetti and then there's going to be, you know, a cow there for like the countryside of me. Like there's just going to be a little bit of everything. Like a little inflatable cow. Like yes. The one you have. Bertha. We oh. love Bertha the party cow. Love her. We'll bring her next her. time. Yes. Um, how about you? Where would you be? Oh, my gosh. I well, I would want to be face to face with um, <laughs> someone that I will bring up later. Yeah. As a well, it's not a surprise. I posted about her. <laughs> you but, did. Yeah. I don't even know if she's in the Rock Hall of Fame, though. <laughs> That's the thing is, I'm not familiar with the Rock, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's a lot of newbies that I haven't seen in a couple years. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. we should book our trip right now to go. Yeah, anybody who wants to go, hop in my little clown car and we'll go to Ohio. Yeah. Ohio and I do not have a good history. But... Cleveland is fucking sick. I love Cleveland with my whole heart. Like mm-hmm. that part of Cleveland. Um, I don't know if it's like 17th Street or something. It's like a brick alley. And it's just um, House of Blues is down there. They do concerts. They have a a, a, um, a restaurant. All, uh, just the nightlife there is so cool. I love it there. So well, You're convincing me little by little. I would love to do that this summer. You'll drive though, right? Oh, 100%. Okay, good. That's all I'm worried about. I can fit 18 people in my car 
and my little clown car. So, oh my gosh. And I am a clown, let me tell you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let me give you what I found for the, the, the definition of classic rock being 60s, 70s, and 80s rock. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the character- characteristics of classic rock being a guitar lead. Fairly simple chord progression and influenced by rhythm and blues in its quote unquote purest form. Um, but I like to think that we aren't purists when it comes to genres. Or would you? No, absolutely not. Definitely not. Not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a purist. Mm-hmm. I I like um, artists that push the boundaries a mm-hmm. little bit. I think it's it's it makes it convenient when they <laughs> when they are yeah. purists to be like. This is classic rock. But if it's <laughs> this not, it's the definition. This, this, I think th- <laughs> I just I I like when they push the boundaries just a little bit. It's mm-hmm. it's nice. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'd be like this isn't Nirvana because it's not good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um my little history that I, I've um curated goes from the fifties to the nineties. Oh, okay. Because we start with rock and roll as Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, you know, all that. Like, so Mm -hmm. it's, um, starts there as the traditional rock and roll. You get to the 60s, you got the Beatles, Rolling Stones. That's when it starts to get kind of, you know, challenging the the norms. I mean, Elvis was the challenger of Mm. 50s, like, uh, what do they call them? Atomic families? I think. Yeah. 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 So, you know. The atomic bomb, right? Because it's got to be one <laughs> those of those thrusts were bomb. Bomb. <laughs> <Let me> tell <laughs> you. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Jenna likes Elvis. I know him. I know he smells. <laughs> I know he. Reeks. I know he sweats like crazy, and that is the most attractive thing about him. Did you know? You know he ate like peanut butter and jelly and bacon, bacon yes. sandwiches. And he married a child. Yes. Yeah. So like, none of that's good for the heart or the health. So I know he just absolutely fucking deteriorated yeah yeah he's rotting from the inside and girls would go crazy for Mm -hmm. that and i still do yeah i to each their own jenna my demons are my demons (laughs) they're my friends i have to embrace them you gotta do what you gotta do um we get into the 60s beatles rolling stones 70s it's really like you said Mm -hmm. it's really where it kicks off as the definition of classic rock came from boston la you got the kinks the or, sorry kinks the who pink floyd um that's when like we'll get into prog rock um jazz and classical influence on and that's where the kind of purest form comes from is as much as you want to think jazz and classical or jazz is like improv and classical is very measured that's where they kind of took the liberty to you know step out of the box and be like we're gonna put this you know influence in our song a lot of um uh rhythms and um, time signatures and stuff like that that's where it comes into play um 80s you get into the heavier sound so we got acdc and metallica guns and roses eagles i love the eagles um starts with uh goes into georgia you get some of the more twangy rock like uh rem b-52s you know a little a little more jazzy because you're down by georgia um, and then New York and D.C. get on the, the radar for, for that. Then you get into 90s, which we won't touch today because 90s is definitely... New Age rock. New Age rock, and that could be a whole 
grunge and pop of the 90s oh it's gonna be so good Mm -hmm. um it's kind of the question of is that where classic rock ends because you got nirvana soundgarden pearl jam um those are what is switching the beatles and kiss and all those bands off of the radio so it's less of the classic rock and more of the like you said this new age grunge kind of of rock and people are like well is there any more classic rock being produced and that's kind of the question and yeah if it is why isn't it blossoming through all the new age rock is it because of the generation or is it because right it's not good or maybe it's just made its way maybe people love the classics and they stick with the classics right never know i sorry real quick Mm -hmm. i'm waking out with these lights in this room right now these lights flashing lights are are a hundred percent a lot so i'm it's the remote thing right over there on the table i'm gonna find the remote and jenna's gonna start talking about her my first pack yes my first pick. we did post on our instagram mm-hmm. at hear me out music pod please go follow us we would love to follow you back interact in the comments all that good jazz so jenna take it away with your your topic sorry if you hear rustling in the background i'm gonna go find this uh remote hi everyone it's just you and me now nice to see you so my first pick was steve perry Mr. Stephen Perry. Um, And the album that I chose was Street Talk, which was released April 1st of 1984. But let me tell you, he is no fool. (laughs) Um, Obviously, Stephen Perry is an Aquarius, if you haven't guessed already. And he is probably most famous for his um, vocals with the band Journey, which I love. I'm a Journey stan, and if I could create any band, it would be a Journey um, cover band. Because I think my range fits perfectly with Steve Perry's voice, but the two songs <laughs> I just I just caught that that was funny. Um, but the two songs that I chose, um, the the my one of my favorite ones, Oh Sherry, <sighs> Oh Sherry, and oh, F Sherry. Major. Don't know the key the time signature, but that's fine. I want to pull up. I wasn't properly prepared, so I'm going to pull up the lyrics real quick. But some notes. So I just, how I formatted my notes about the songs. Yeah. Um, I kind of like started off a little bit more on the serious side, like really listening. And, and as we go, I do tend to get a little silly. Um, so for Foolish Heart. Oh, no, not Foolish Heart. Sorry, that's my second one. Oh, Sherry. I go, oh, Sherry is about Steve Perry bothering Sherry about coming back. <laughs> bothering is crazy and i said a song for narcissists narcissists everywhere (laughs) um because these lyrics you should have been gone knowing how i made you feel and i should have been gone after all your words of steel so obviously we're starting off in an unhealthy setting oh yeah and might i just add a lot of classic rock is the lyrics are very uncomfortable. I'm going to yes. get into that. The jam is, oh, is immaculate. The jam is jamming, but the lyrics are damning. damning. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we just found the episode name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but like, so, oh, oh, Sherry, our love holds on, holds on. Oh, Sherry, our love holds on, holds on. So it's like, let it, why is it holding on? Why are you and Sherry doing this thing where it's obviously unhealthy? Mm. But why are you singing so good about it? <laughs> why are you putting your whole <laughs> song Ussy into, yeah. <laughs> into per- trying to... Periosi. Yes, yes, into saving this relationship that should not be saved. And then there's Foolish Heart from the same album, Street Talk, key of C major. 
And <laughs> foolish heart is a desperate letter to the depths of one's own heart to fight for a better love. So foolish heart lyrics. Give me a second. Foolish. Jenna really described his voice well when we were walking in today. What did I say? She said that his voice is is raspy yet and angelic. Angelic, yeah. Yes. And I think a huge characteristic of classic rock. Yeah, that raspiness. Raspiness and, like, and the overarching like melody. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always it's always just like hovering over everything that's going on, like icing on cake. Or maybe more like um the birthday writing, like happy birthday Elena writing oh, on the cake. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. But Foolish Heart starts off I need a love that grows. I don't want it unless I know that each passing hour somewhere or someone somehow will be there ready to share. A very nice opening. Yeah. And then as he goes on, foolish heart, hear me calling. Stop before you start falling. Foolish heart, heed my warning. You've been wrong before. Don't be wrong anymore. And so pretty much this song encompasses the feeling of falling in love and repeating past mistakes because obviously we've all been there. Mm. I like to think we've all been there. Please, Mm -hmm. please tell me we've all been there where you keep falling for the same wrong ass man or woman and you're like, why do I keep doing this? But it's just something ingrained in you. You want what you want and I want it bad and I want it. But I get, I love that Steve Perry when he sings these words he puts his whole passion for music. <laughs> he puts everything into it, and he sounds great. And when you listen to Steve Perry, you're listening for Steve Perry, in my opinion. Yeah. Because the other, the bad part about Street Talk is I feel like each song is a little bit very similar to uh, this. Like, each yeah. song kind of, you it know, happens. brings yeah. the same. Yeah. But... Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, some people love that. Like, yeah. when I'm listening to a certain album, that's the sound that I want. Good for you. Stick but to your guns. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. But that's my problem with the album is it's all kind of, like, the same. Yeah. It. It. I have noticed that. I mean, even today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. today is oh, yeah. very cookie-cutter. Cut, cookie um, mm-hmm. So. But that's the end of my Steve Perry talk. Do you have anything to add? I... I really Steve Perry is one of those um, musicians where you're listening to the radio you're like God I know this song mm-hmm. I know this song who's oh oh Steve Perry yeah. singing it it's just it's a distinct voice that you you know and love and you know who also has that kind of distinct voice yeah Phil Collins <gasps> and don't even get me he's gonna have his own episode I would do anything for the Phil Tarzan Collins soundtrack I wanna know. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> uh oh, is that less than ten seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I will be. I, this is what I love is that Jenna shares her ideas, and now I'm gonna go home and listen to Steve Perry mm-hmm. at work study today because I, I, you gotta. You gotta. It is so good. It's so good. Um, all right. Do you want to move on to? Oh, do you want to? Take it. Do you want to go to yours? Or yeah, do you, you want to. Me? Yeah, we'll switch back and forth. I a love little, that. Little, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little devil of, of everything. Please, please. My number one, um, I'm going to run through my honorable mentions really quick because there's a lot that I could get into yeah. that I would not be able to. And I don't have any honorable mentions because um, I'm not honorable at all. So You're the most honorable. 
All hail Jenna. What the? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm in a I love Jenna mood today. I mean, when am I not? But I'm never in an I love Jenna mood. (laughs) Guys, show Jenna some love in the comments. Shout out Jenna. (laughs) Where is she? I can't can't find her. her. Um, Honorable mentions. Leonard Skinner, Metallica, Black Sabbath, uh, The Guess Who, Heart, Marshall Tucker Band, and The Eagles. Um, So in our post today, I'll, I'll ask you to. Put your honorable mentions in the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, first choice for me, Pink Floyd. Favorite album is Dark Side of the Moon. Came out in 1972. You've got Roger Waters, icon, icon. Love Roger Waters. Um, they were founded in 1967. Uh, Sid Barrett, Roger Waters, Nick Mason, and Richard Wright um, decided to, I think... Yeah, Sid Barrett was the co-founder, and he named the band after two jazz influences, which is mm. telling because Pink Floyd is very jazzy mm-hmm. when it wants to be. Um, Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. Pink Floyd. Very interesting. I did not know that. Um, Sid left in 1968 for mental health reasons, but they wrote a song called Shine On You Crazy Diamond for him because they were like, look, our guy. Um <laughs> It's yeah, it's super awesome. It's always nice to see a band who actually like likes each other. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's hard. I mean, they did, you know, have their ups and downs, but oh. so does every band. Mm-hmm. Um the songs I picked are Us and Them. Us and Them is focused on war, which is crazy because I had no clue. <laughs> I thought it was just two guys beefing, but not really. <laughs> no, nah, it's two worlds beefing. Yeah. Um, I've got some quotes from what I, when I did my research, so I'll just kind of say quote, um, uh, lazy lope and frenzied spirit is what people say about the song, which is true. Kind of like a very, um, I guess I should get the, the lyrics up too, but the melody of it is very laid back, which is why it's laid back. And then it picks up, you know, kind of like a, a, a march towards the end of it, which is, is mm-hmm. telling, um, but uh, it's always good to like get that it's like a, a, a ne- the next level of music creating where you can get that like yeah the vibe of war yeah into music right yeah without, that's crazy without yeah. the edmund fitzgerald song and without gunshot noises you know oh, that would be crazy Dude, just like by the end going <laughs> but like people do that it's my true. chemical romance didn't they do that for no i don't think they did they probably you know what i wouldn't put it past them to do that true oh excuse me okay um us and them, and after all, we're only ordinary men. Me and you, God only knows it's not what we chose to do. Forward, he cried from the rear, and the front rank died. The general sat, and the lines on the map moved from side to side. So, you guys can hate me. Like I said, I didn't know this was about war, but also couldn't really hear the lyrics because True. it's more about the classic rock sound and they're jamming and wailing and it's it's hard when they get intense in the song to hear. And I'm dancing and I'm sweaty and I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm driving all over the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands off the wheel, air guitar Guns in blazing. my hand. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the narrator speaking to his enemy questions the divisions between people and one's sanity which is true i mean mm-hmm. ptsd big part of war proves that violence is an endemic in social in society even on the micro level somebody said that in the research i did and i was like damn okay all right 
Um, lyrics were Roger Waters, keyboard Richard Wright, uh, guitar David Gilmore, Mwah. chef's chef's kiss to David Gilmore. Sax is Dick Perry, bass uh, is Waters, drummer is Nick Mason. Um, another song I had is Breathe in parentheses in the air. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Um, it's just about appreciating the beauty around us, which is true. Um, a lot of classic rock bands don't take the time to do that. Um, I would agree. They're always focusing on the negative. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, with your Steve Perry song, that was about like, you know, love is ingrained in us and you got, yeah. yeah. Um, breathe, breathe in the air. Don't be afraid to care. Leave, but don't leave me. Look around, choose your ground. Um, Run, rabbit, run. Dig that hole. Forget the sun. When at last the work is done, don't sit down. It's time to dig another one. Um, Take a breath and reflect on our existence. Uh, A lot of observations on the human condition um, and, like, especially the struggles being in the music industry. Mm -hmm. I think that has a, a huge play in this. Not only, you know, we're humans living, but also we're humans living trying to make money off of this and people are not always going to support that especially or people are going to be parasocial and yeah. they're going to stalk me now and then offer me drugs and yeah ladies drugs. and alcohol yeah dude yeah that's going to be a topic that will resurface yeah this was really the um song that coined them the pioneers of progressive when i say prog rock it means progressive rock for that the, those that don't know i thought it was rock produced in Prague. oh if only nah they're from It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. L.A. I don't, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's whatever. Uh, last song, Dogs. <laughs> I am, okay, I'm, I was going to say I am a barker, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> my dogs are barking, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm taking my shoes off. What the hell? <laughs> Get comfy. Yeah. Fuzzy socks. Buffalo Bills fuzzy socks. Shout out DJs. Go Bills. Oh, but <laughs> oh, not the Bills. Oh. Not the Bills. Just the fuzzy socks part. Um. He ain't gonna like that. No, ma'am. Uh, it's a song about businessmen who use their power to make themselves richer at the expense of others. <laughs> Which is a completely new topic that I've never heard of before. What? Huh? Who would think to do that? <laughs> Lyrics are, you gotta be crazy. You gotta have a real need. You gotta sleep on your toe. You gotta sleep on your toes. And when you're on the street, you gotta be able to pick out the easy meat with your eyes closed. And then moving in silent, downwind and out of sight, you gotta strike when the moment is right without thinking. And after a while, you can work on points for style. Like the club tie and the firm handshake and a certain look in the eye and an easy smile. You got to be trusted by the people that lie to you so that you can, when you turn their backs on them, when they turn their backs on you, you'll get the chance to put the knife in. Yeah. Like, and again, dogs is, I don't even, I think dogs is like well over five minutes long. Yeah. I tried, I was listening to it this morning to get my day started. It's a long song. It's still going. And think about, I I was just talking about this the other day when I, when I gave the toast at Jenna's. birthday i was like do you guys ever drive and then forget how you got home yes because <laughs> you just start thinking about something that's what dogs is like i'm not listening to the to the lyrics of it i'm like okay talk i love wow. this whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> um i love rock and roll <laughs> that's actually what i said <laughs> um the song ends with them dying of being fat and having cancer i love that <laughs> Eat the goddamn rich. Eat the rich. Mm, yum, 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 yum. 
Unless I get rich. Please don't eat me. I'll give you all my money. Yeah, true. Um, You can rob me. Leans heavy on Orwell's Animal Farm, which is so true because Animal Farm, the book, George Orwell, is about greedy little piggies, businessmen, (sighs) capitalism, um, which I freaking love. But yeah. Dude, um, capitalism is like the best thing that's happened to America since sliced bread. Sliced bread. Betty White, actually, because she came Uh, before that. Yeah. Remember when that? Is that true? Yeah, she was born a year before sliced bread was invented. But here's the thing. People sliced their bread. It just wasn't packaged and sold at a store like that. Yeah. But what if they sliced it the wrong way? You know, like what if they originally they started slicing it like long ways? <laughs> and like, like long sandwich. Like, like submarine. a Scooby-Doo. Yeah, <laughs> like Scooby-Doo big sandwich. A Scooby-Doo big sandwich. And then they started packaging it yeah. the other way and everyone was like, of course, Betty White had was but the inventor. She was the one slicing it in the slicing back room, slicing it vertically instead of horizontally. Exactly in the back room, the back room. as a as, as a, a one year old. <laughs> <laughs> as a little baby, baby. Oh, this good. She goes, "I love bread." More, <laughs> more sandwich. <laughs> more bread, less sandwich. <laughs> Oh, Betty White find, oh. found her way into this episode for sure. Mm, Shut up, Betty White. I miss her. I miss you, Betty White. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, so that's my Pink Floyd rant. Very good. Very good. Hit me with something, Jenna. I want to learn. Let's get into Foreigner. The album that I chose to focus so on good. was Four. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Four was dropped July 3rd of 1981. Um... So I didn't – I have the band members here. I have six names written down. Gagliardi, Lon Graham, Mick Jones, who was the founder of the band. Yeah. Al Greenwood, Dennis Elliott, Ian McDonald. I know – I think Ian McDonald played a plethora of instruments for the band. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. But the two songs that I chose, um, Jukebox Hero, E Major. It's such a good song. And Urgent. A minor. So. I haven't heard that song in forever. And I, I literally read the post and I was like, yeah, okay, Foreigner. Like, but yeah, you're like, oh, I know that song. And then you hear it and you're like, urgent. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into Jukebox Hero. Yeah. Jukebox Hero. Talk about storytelling. Right. Let me pull up some lyrics, but. Oh, gosh, not key. Jukebox. Jukebox Hero. Another song of my childhood, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was that was one that you would constantly hear rotated on the radio. Yeah. It was, it's just a good song. Like, uplifting, yet, like, hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, like, bob along to it. But um, it's a man's inspiration to chase the glory he felt from hearing a rock show in the rain. Like, literally, that's pretty much it. Wow. So, it's... Standing in the rain with his head hung low. Couldn't get a ticket. It was a sold-out show. Heard the roar of the crowd. He could picture the scene. Put his ear to the wall. Then, like a distant scream, he heard one guitar. Just blew him away. Mm. He saw the stars in his eyes, and the very next day... And then it goes on to, he bought a guitar. He Mm. learned how to play that guitar. And then he became the jukebox hero. He became the man that he heard that day riffing on that magical guitar i'm getting teary-eyed dude it's emotional because <laughs> it in a way like 
everybody has that moment, uh, like instrumentalists as well yeah. as like vocalists. Anybody who is inspired that way by music has had that moment where something inspires them to the point where they're like, I got to do something about this. Like, yeah. where am I putting this energy? Right. Like my friend, my friend Rob, from, uh, we became friends in high school and I watched as he picked up a guitar. I think he started with bass and then moved on to guitar. But he has grown into one of the best musicians I think I've ever seen. Truly, like, he impresses me every time he posts something of him playing. It's wonderful to see how he's progressed. And he is a very big rock fan. So, like, yeah. he, he has a Pink Floyd tattoo on his arm. As you should. Yes. And so it's so – this song speaks to everybody when it comes to, like, inspiring you to – be a performer or right, like to yeah. do something that you want to do you know nothing's too hard to do truly you yeah. can do anything you set your mind to 100 <laughs> percent. and this man in the rain decided to set his mind to, to a learning guitar. The guitar yeah yeah and he did it and then urgent of course urgent is my other song urgent lyrics <laughs> for urgent i wrote urgent can be about addiction lol <laughs> And then as I continued to read the lyrics, I said, WTF, LMAO, it's a booty call song. <laughs> this song is just a booty call. You're not wrong. This song. You're not wrong. You're not shy. You get around. You want to fly. Don't want your feet on the ground. You stay up. You won't come down. You want to live. You want to move to the sound. And then fire in your veins, burning hot, but you don't feel the pain. Your desire is insane. You can't stop until you do it again. And so, like, you say it's urgent, so urgent, oh, so urgent. Just wait and see how urgent my love can be. It's Ooh. urgent. So it's this woman calling this man, and she's she's going around the neighborhood, and then she's like, okay, you, like, come on. Right And now. he's like, you, you're telling me it's urgent. Like, you're telling me you want me right now, and you're t this is a test? Hot and ready. Exactly. <laughs> Little Caesar. Little Caesar's pizza. Hot and ready. That's my favorite commercial where he has both arms and yes, cast and yes. it's like five dollars and he breaks it in the cast to get the money out. Oh my gosh. Whoever wrote that commercial is so smart. Yeah. Probably listened to Urgent. Oh yeah. <laughs> Urgent. Oh, but I'm not this line, I'm not looking for love for a love that'll last. I know what I need and I need it fast. Mm. Like booty call. Booty, booty call. call. But there's something beautiful about that. <laughs> I know. And I, that's the... That, it's like... I mean, in today's music, you, you have booty calls, big booty hoes and, and all that. Exactly. But there's something about the, like, almost the groupie scene mm -hmm. in the classic rock era that is so... I mean, my mom... Shout out, mom. I mom. hope she listens. She was a deadhead. So she would <gasps> go to concerts and, and you know hang out and and do all the fun stuff like the um candy they would give out wink wink and oh. i mean you can't go to a dead concert True, without yeah, doing yeah, that you're right you're right but um just thinking about the girls that would like follow them around and 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 just be like the guys would pretty much just use them and be like you're a groupie like let's go do yeah. it in the shed <laughs> yeah. Not the van, yeah. No, sorry. The, there's no room in the van right now. The body. There's four people in there. I don't think we'll fit. They would still do it in the. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is not my scene whatsoever. No, I can't yeah. imagine being a woman like I like 
good ups on your mom. Like, good for her. If she, she if, was, when, let me preface, like, yeah, okay, she yeah. was not one okay, of those. Thank you, thank you, because I needed that Ooh, clarification. I'm, yeah, no, that, no offense, mom. <laughs> no offense, mom. She was not one of those. She would just like go just, around just concert hang. to concert okay. and like hang out, and then she would go with my aunt Julie and Julie. Julie. God, they were just the coolest freaking teenagers. All of my mom's, huh? All of my mom's cousins. There we go. Um, and her would like go and 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 go to concerts and stuff. And it was like she was she was like a groupie in that sense. Like she would just follow them around to okay. sh- and and do shows like that, but not with the okay. not get with the band. Sorry, mom. Oh God. Uh, I wish you could have though, mom. That would have been really cool. That would have been a really cool story, mom. Yeah. Well, you might have other siblings. Well, you do have other siblings, but... Hit me up if you... <laughs> My brother's just like a... Fun fact. Yeah. Hey. Uh, okay, let's get, off, let's get off this topic before your mom gets mad. <laughs> I'm going to get a okay. beating when I get home. Uh, Elena, what's your next pick? Led Zeppelin. Ooh. I just wore my Led Zeppelin shirt yesterday. Um, I love Led Zeppelin with my whole heart. Another band that a lot of their songs sound the same, but I don't give but a flying F. Like, I literally don't care. Um... Originated in 1968. Um, you got Robert Plant, another one who I would run through a wall for. Mm. Love that guy. Um, guitar, Jimmy Page, another chef's kiss, like David Gilmore. Like, just... Oh, I, guitar players have my heart. Jimi Hendrix. See, drum players. Drum That's players, yeah. yeah. Drums is John Bonham. Um, <laughs> I'm not related to Helena Bonham Carter. <sighs> yeah, I know unfortunately um bass is john paul jones what a good name first of all oh yeah it's john paul jones another good name jesse tyler ferguson but that completely unrelated but i love but that you're name. right shout out jesse tyler ferguson's <laughs> mom or parent who yeah. named them that yeah yep, yep. um first song i have going to california it's on led zeppelin 4 1971 that's the album um in the year it came out which is my second favorite album um Fun fact, I was in New York City as of an eighth grader for a trip, and I my mom goes, what souvenirs did you bring home? I brought home a Led Zeppelin for vinyl. <laughs> like, that's the that. kind of kid I was like. I was like, this is what I brought home from yeah. New York City going, like to the, <laughs> going to the history museum, and we ended up in some, like, Quincy Market thing, and I was like, vinyl. Your parents probably thought you were cool as hell. My mom posted about it on Facebook, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'll find the post. Um, it's about a naive youth. It's about naive youth and young love, um, which is true. Uh, he wrote this at tw- Plant. Uh, Robert Plant wrote this at 22. So the peak era of being in, in love and being young and naive and finding your way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, quote is, when things were really nice and simple, everything was far out all the time. I don't know if Plant said that or if Paige said that. Someone said that. Or maybe Bottom. Um, John Bottom. Um, wasting away his time with a woman he doesn't love. So he leaves her and goes to California, but he realizes, unfortunately, girls are the same no matter where you are. Um, and then there's this crushed feeling at the end and the ground shakes, but he doesn't even notice. Um, and his dreams are just false and he's got this sinking feeling. There's a line, uh, this, the lyrics start out, spent my days with a woman unkind, smoked my stuff and drank all my wine. So she's taking advantage of him. Um, made my mind to make a new start going to California with an aching in my heart. Someone told me there's a girl out there with love in her eyes and flowers in her hair. (sighs) And he took his chances on a big jet plane. Never let him tell you that they're all the same. Um, and then 
it goes, it seems like the wrath of the gods got a punch on the nose and it's starting to flow. I think I might be sinking. Throw me a line if I reach it in time. I'll meet you up there with the path run straight and high. To find a king without a queen without a king, they say she plays guitar and cries and sings la 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 la. Um, it's it is heartbreaking, but a, like the mm-hmm. melody, like you said, it's just that's what you're there for. It whisks you away. It does. Yeah. And you know, I think it's a good way to for rock artists to like hide that pain that they're feeling. Yeah. Is, like kind of like how Twenty One Pilots was the same thing, where their lyrics are sad. Like, they're sad boys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, but they hide behind this groovy beat. Like, yeah. they yeah. are, they, they like, it's cause it's like a masking. It's just like, it I'm is. hard. Like, I'm hard and I'm unemotional and I'm, I just want to have fun. And then you peel it back and you're like, yeah. I'm a scared boy. Yeah. <laughs> and scared. I, that's what I love about the alternative music that came out 2013, 2017. Mm-hmm. They went back to those those roots of angry lyrics masked under some pretty cool alt rock. Mm-hmm. Um, next song is When the Levee Breaks. Fun fact about this song. In 1927, Mississippi River floods 27,000 square feet of land. It killed hundreds and destroyed towns all surrounding the Mississippi River. Damn. So Joe McCoy and Memphis Minnie write a song in 1929 called When the Levee Breaks more folky kind of song Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of um renditions of this song but um uh led zeppelin records their own version it's really influenced by the blues it's got a very um punchy tone to it um let's see if i can pull up the lyrics um i love it when a song will punch you right in the face it's it's just like it's a it's a rock song, mm-hmm. but then the lyrics are like, "It keep if it keeps on ren- raining, levee's gonna break. If it keeps on raining, levee's gonna break. When the levee breaks, I'll have no place to stay. Mean old levee taught me to weep and moan. Lord, mean old levee taught me to weep and moan. Don't it make you feel bad when you're trying to go when you're trying to find your way home? You don't know which way to go. If you're going south, they got no work to do. If you're going down to Chicago, like." Chicago and 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 all along the Mississippi River was just like absolutely destroyed. So they wrote this like banger about <laughs> the Mississippi flooding. Um, Did it and... help like raise awareness? <laughs> In nineteen twenty seven. Did it help raise awareness of the? I bet there was like a, a, a spike in like people <laughs> people <Did> sending you... <laughs> sending funds to like Mississippi. They're like, where's this money coming like, from? Thirty the... years later. <laughs> Um, and John Bonham, he played the drums in his home stairwell. So they had this, um, it was called the Headley Grange. It was a haunted mansion in East Hampshire, uh, New York, where they would record their songs in the early seventies. But John Paul Jones left after this song ish around 1970, 1971 because of like moral conflicts. He just didn't agree with like the drug scene that they were in at the mansion. So this song was kind of written, um, uh, oh no, the next song, Cashmere, um, was written in be- uh, like between the mansion and between their own like home studios. So that's kind of where like he wrote, he played those drums in the stairwell to get that like booming effect and stuff. But uh, Bonham did. So then John Paul Jones um, 
agrees to uh, reconvene in 74. Um, and that's when they wrote Cashmere. I don't know if it came out in 74 or 75. Um, and it's about the never-ending wastelands of Morocco, which Cashmere, I don't think, is in Morocco. They were just, like, in the desert, and they thought that this would be, like, a really cool song. Mm-hmm. It's more so about the road journey not the location so that's why they were like the journey that we're taking is cool it doesn't matter if we're in cashmere we're naming the song cashmere because that's like you know because that's a silky smooth name yeah um there's real string and horn parts in it once uh they once they finished the song and everybody kind of you know reconvened it showed that they had a a bigger uh kind of palette to their their uh tone and and Mm -hmm. style um, Paige's guitar was tuned to D A D D A D G A D. So a totally different tuning on the guitar. So if you play cashmere on the guitar, you'll, you'll notice that it's like a So some could call that like dad gag. Dad. 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 D A D. Dad. G A D. Gad. Gad. Dad. Dad. Gad. What I call Josh Gad. Dad. Uh, lyrics are, oh, let the sun beat down upon my face and the stars fill my dream. I'm a traveler of both time and space to be where I have been, to sit with the elders of the gentle race. Um, goes on to say, talk in song from tongues of lifting grace sounds caress my ear. And not a word I could, uh, not a word I heard could I relate. The story was quite, quite clear. So they're in a, you know, a different mm-hmm. area, but they're feeling like, God, I just relate to this like desert, you know, feel like a. I feel so dry. <laughs> my skin feels and when dry. my skin is super fucking dry. <laughs> <laughs> All I see turns to brown. Yeah. And the sun Dude. burns the ground. Yeah. Brownie. Brown. Yeah. Brown dirt. Grass dirt. Brown. I roll around in the dirt. <laughs> I get chinchilla. I love a chinchilla. They're so cute. Chinchillas. What else rolls around in dirt? I think, Mites. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mites are, I don't know. Do they roll around or do they travel through the dirt? They travel through the dirt. They might roll if they have to. They're tiny. Oh, my gosh. Now that we're talking about bugs, I do have a little <laughs> side note. Um, literally, we had our first episode, and at the end, I posed the question, um, <laughs> what kind of bug would you eat? Like, what would your choice of bug be eating? Yeah. And um, a couple of days later on my YouTube, like, For You page, how to eat bugs. Like, how to cook bugs. It was an ad on her YouTube. I almost shit my pants <laughs> i could not believe screenshot sent it to elena like first of all have you ever gotten an ad like that before no yeah so never. and you've never googled it Mm-mm. no they're actually listening on the phones Woo-wee-woo. scary like S- truly, but skibbity scary you know what i after watching that video do you know what i do want to try tempura fried tarantulas because Not my baby they spiders. Said, they said it tastes like a soft shell crab. And I would be. Jenna, no. I would be lying if I said <laughs> I wouldn't be interested in that. <laughs> I can't eat it. Spiders are my babies. I have really come around on spiders. So For real? I could mm. I could hold any spider in the world. I would hold a tarantula and then I'd take a gnarly bite no. out of her. I'd go. <laughs> Jenna, I don't know if we could do this anymore. <laughs> We have to go our separate ways. You know what? Tell me about your music, Jenna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the docket next, I have uh, The Police. 
Um, and I chose the album, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Regatta de Blanc. Yeah. Okay. Released October 2nd of 1979. And I chose the classic Message in a Bottle in <sighs> C-sharp minor. Of course. And Death Wish in D major. Okay. So let's do a little bit about Message in a Bottle. When you hear yeah. Message in a Bottle, what do you think of first, Elena? I think about, you know how like when you're on the beach and you're kind of like scanning stuff, you see something shiny in the water. It's like almost like a, like shaped like a beverage container, mm-hmm. like a, I don't know, what would you call that? A bottle? Yeah. And you pick it up and you're like the hell and it's corked with a message in it whoa and it's strange <laughs> you want to know you want to know what i think of what do you think of jenna guitar hero <gasps> because that was my go to level two <laughs> never higher than level two because i'm not i was not good at guitar hero you awakened a mm-hmm. core memory for me dude wow those little buttons i go those off buttons. i go off on guitar hero and then what was the xbox version Rock band when they added the drums. Xbox until later, dude. I would go to my friends' houses and they would have it all, and I'd go, "Banger!" Can I stay here? (laughs) Let's let's dive into "Message in a Bottle." Please, just a castaway, an island lost at sea. Oh, another lonely day with no one here but me. Oh, more loneliness than a man could bear. Rescue me before I fall into despair. Oh, and so I wrote. I think Message in a Bottle is about being vulnerable about anything and the people who it resonates with will respond because mm-hmm. it, by the end, walked out this morning, I don't believe what I saw, 100 billion bottles washed up on the shore, seems I'm not alone at being alone, 100 billion castaways looking for a home. I send an SOS to the world, I'll send an SOS to the world, I hope that somebody gets my Message in a Bottle. So this is another one where, and I feel like this is going to be for every single one where (laughs) the lyrics are sad, but that jam, that jam does not, it uplifts you. Yeah, absolutely. Like the chord, the chord progression for like message in a bottle and like how it kind of like changes up from the first three times it says, for the first times it says I'll send an SOS to the world. It's, it's beautifully done where it changes it like instantly where it just goes back and forth into that like oh we're gonna rock and roll and then i'm gonna remind you i'm so lonely i'm so desperately lonely that i'm putting little messages into bottles and throwing them out to sea for somebody to come and rescue me and it's such a beautiful message that like yeah you're gonna feel alone like for sure everybody feels alone but let people know that you feel alone right and they'll tell you oh my gosh i feel alone too and I feel bad for the people who, when you when they say something like, I feel alone, and somebody tries to go like, I feel alone too, and they go, okay, but that's not what I needed to hear. Right. It's like, right. no empathy. Only right. sympathy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if that's how, and you know, if that's how you are dealing with it, then you deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> but then my second song, Death Wish. Now, Death Wish, um, they're just openly talking about a dying man. <laughs> let me let me double check <laughs> that, that, that's that, that that's what i meant sorry give me one second oh my gosh the police whoop, whoop. that's the sound of the, the police, police. Whoop, whoop. oh yeah 
this one is the lyrics are very short death wish and a fading light headlight pointing through the window or headlight pointing through the night never thought i'd see the day playing with my life this way gotta keep my foot right down if i had wings i'd leave the ground burning in the inside burning in the outside lane people think that i'm insane the day I take a bend too fast, judgment that could be my last. I'll be wiped ro- right off the slate. Don't wait up because I'll be late. I'll be late. It's like these. Dear God. Th- this song, whoever wrote these lyrics, I. <laughs> You're in my thoughts and prayers. Right? Like, that is so. And I don't know if it's somebody just like wanting to come off hard and be like. Oh, I could die. Like, uh, this is me speeding down the highway. Like, yeah. I could die any second. Because that is, that is like rock and roll. Just, you know, writing something to feel that way. But if this was written um, genuinely, gosh. Right. Gosh. Right. I'm so sorry. The melody isn't coming to my head right now. I forget if it's like another one where it's like, oh, but this is a solid jam. Right. I think this one is just like genuinely sad. <laughs> and I think. Whether they're, you know, uh, projecting Mm -hmm. or whether they're just writing about something that everyone feels, I think, I don't, I don't know. I think it's a huge jump for people to write stuff like that and put it out there that there are songs like that today that get mixed messages. Mm -hmm. And is this like a popular song on that album? No. Right. So So, like, you know. It's those underrated songs that really kind of hit home sometimes, but truly, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Wait, let me see. Give me details, please. <laughs> Spotify, you're always my best friend. What's going on? Come on, Spoofy. Well, "Message in a Bottle" is their third most popular on Spotify. "Every Breath You Take" is their most popular. Yeah, which makes sense. Every breath you take. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's their one, two, three, four, fifth song on the album. Yeah. But I don't think it's very popular unless it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> unless yeah. I'm completely wrong. That which could be I popular for, for some, you know, from for diehard fans that might be. Mm-hmm. But for me, I chose it because of the lyrics. Yeah. I'm just like, why so why so glum? Right. Why so, why yeah. so sad? I think that's but a I huge. I think they're all sad. Right. I think that's a huge uh, proponent of the classic rock era is just being being sad sometimes mm-hmm. so i really like that mm-hmm. and that's all i have for them all right what's your next one um i think i'm actually gonna end with steely dan i had tom petty and the heartbreakers mm-hmm. up next but i'm gonna wrap mine up at steely dan so this is my last genre or uh band steely dan yeah walter becker donald fagan Chef's kiss. Love it. Uh, New York uh, from Hudson, New York, um, 1971 is when they kind of started. Um, They met at college in the late 60s. And all right, we're going to get into a little bit of some not suitable for work real quick. Let's hear it. Their name comes from Naked Lunch by William S. Burroughs, which is a, a beatnik kind of poem like the beatnik era from the 60s do you know about that no beatnik is um my favorite poet of all time is alan ginsburg ginsburg and the um beatnik era is very you know fuck capitalism and 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 
life is hard, very grunge, very what poets and what authors and writers at the time like just weren't talking about you know mm-hmm. uh new york kind of um i think of like bob dylan in his little coat like smoking a cig you know <laughs> hunching around kind of thing um very dark uh times but in this <laughs> this poem there's a steam-powered mechanical dildo called steely dan and that's where their name comes from <laughs> and mm. i had no idea like I love Steely Dan. My dad Me has played too. Steely Dan for ages, and this is what I found. <laughs> Naked Lunch, William S. Burroughs, if, if y'all want to read it. <laughs> oh, let me read it. Let me write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. First song, I got Hey 19. Comes from Gaucho. Uh, came out in 1980. This is where we get into what I mentioned before. A little bit of like, hey, that's kind of creepy. Just, ooh. just, hey, whoa. Slow it down. Older man seducing a 19-year-old girl. And he's conflicted um, in his feelings because of her experience or should I say um, lack of experience in the world because she's very young. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendell's on the drums machine. Uh, or I'm sorry. Wendell is a drum machine that they used and it recorded and played back in perfect precision what they had. So that's how they got like that's the 80s is kind of the time where a lot of um, electronic um, invent or uh, innovation came to music like loopers and pedals. I mean, those were around, but you think about eighties, it's very electronic, mm-hmm. but they were more blues. So that's what they use the Wendell um, to, it's like a drum machine. So that's how they got their, their loop. Um, and the lyrics are way back when in 60 salmon. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to start that one. <laughs> those aren't the lyrics. No. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Guys, I'm ready for a nap. When Way back, back when, when I ate 60 salmon. <laughs> 60 salmon. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, way back when, in 67, I was, I was the dandy of Gamma Chi. Sweet things from Boston, so young and willing. Moved down to Scarsdale. Scarsdale, where the hell am I? Hey, 19. No, we can't dance together. No, we can't talk at all. Please take me along when you slide on down. Meaning, like, when you get older, I'll come back. Hey, 19, that's Retha Franklin. She don't remember the queen of soul. Hard times befallen, the soul survivor. She thinks I'm crazy, but I'm just growing old. Meaning, like, she doesn't even know who Aretha Franklin is. Oh my God, who's that? Oh my God. <laughs> like <Is> she like <laughs> she Ben Franklin's relative? <laughs> Does she invent the kite that he well, used for electricity? Do you think? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel right talking down about her this way. I don't feel right talking down. Here's about this I don't either. Woman. I don't either. But it's also a whole a whole issue with the guy. True, yeah. The guy should not be talking to a 19-year-old, period. Yeah. But he didn't know that. And he admits, like, hey, we can't dance together. Um, Isn't that rough when somebody young lies about their age? And, you know, it comes from, you know, immaturity and it comes from... Uh, right, not knowing. The desire to want. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The the romantic... The romantic... 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 
Yes, it comes from yes. the uh, the imagination that oh, being old and being yeah, thinking uh, you that, have everything at that exactly. age. Exactly. Yeah. So like you want to just like get into it. Yeah. You want to be there, and then you're like, slow down time. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, you hit twenty five, and you're like, yeah. Um. Yeah. He's defeated. He kind of says like, you know, we'll be back again someday, but it's creepy. It's mm-hmm. creepy. Um, next song I have Black Cow from their Aja album or Asia, depending on how you pronounce it. I say Aja. Um, there's a lot of interpretations about this. Could be a troubled relationship, an ode to self-doubt, commentary on the nightlife. Um, has a lot to do with Hindu culture and even Thelonious Monk, who did the bebop era of music, uh, jazz. Um, but it's essentially a man talking about a woman who he used to be involved with. Um, let me pull up the lyrics real quick. All right. It says, in the corner of my eye, I saw you in Rudy's. You were very high. You were high. It was a cry and disgrace on the counter by your keys was a book of numbers and your remedies. Surely it will screen out of sorrow. Uh, but there, but where are you tomorrow? I can't cry anymore when you run ar- while you run around, break away, just when it seems so clear that it's over now, drink your big black cow and get out of here. So a black cow is like a beverage, usually something you would get from like a soda fountain shop in the 50s. So milk it could be and like Pepsi. It could be yeah, like a milkshake or a Coke float or like like a root beer float, but Coke oh, float, like stuff like that. Shout out to Ventores. <laughs> oh my god. Shout out Ventores for the root beer root beer float. Um but the um i'm gonna refer to them as black cows in front of him now <laughs> did you have your black, black cow today <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say that so when i see him on, on sunday i'll be like, be like what <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> shout out ben i love ben um he kind of says you know like there's there's a lot going on and i just can't i can't be here for you while you're just crying and not getting your life together you know like a self-doubt kind of thing or it could be a troubled relationship Mm -hmm. like i can't i just can't do this for you right now um let's see disco era instrumental start uh, in the bass lines and the drums and saxophone it's very um uh i don't know what black cow came out i'm assuming aja was i think it was um before gaucho but it's um getting into the kind of late 70s disco kind of bop mm-hmm. era and disco. i i love it love disco. um the disco vocals night. were fagan guitar was larry carlton bass chuck uh rainey and drums is paul humphrey so what steely dan did it's two guys you know they can't do everything mm-hmm. so everybody that they would work with um they would just you know meet them and be like can you work on this song with us um which yeah. i think that's excellent I feel like yeah. that's a norm. That should be a normal thing for bands because there's a lot it of helps broaden their scope. Yeah, there's a lot of like Phil Collins songs that I listen to that I'm like, I I hear, like even James Taylor would do backup on a lot of songs, like backup vocals because mm-hmm. his voice is just so creamy and amazing and delicious. I love him, but that's like they were just so. Um, friendly and popular at the time that they were like everybody wanted to work with them true um last song i have is uh 
What's up? I was going to say, it's just a good testament to, like, if you're oh, a good... Oh, yeah. That's this the thing. There are performers who are bad people who make good music, but it's just an added layer when that's, you can be nice to your peers. And that's music. true. Steely Dan is, you know, kind of... They have some infamous little... Like, their songs. Hey, 19. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's some controversy, but again... If you can work with people, it tells a lot Everybody's about yourself. Everybody's an onion. Layers. Yeah. Layers. Next song is... <laughs> I would love to get into Shrek right now, but I can't. <laughs> I um, oh, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> rest in peace? Smash Mouth. Oh, don't... I know. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. Okay, next song. Next song. Next song. <laughs> Babylon Sisters. <laughs> Babylon Sisters. Which from... is a great song. It's so good. It's such a good song. It's uh, from Gaucho. Uh, fallen women, fallen and degenerate lifestyles. Which, again, stop writing about this stuff. <laughs> but also, about me. why is it so damn good? <laughs> uh, Babylon Sisters lyrics, drive west on sunset to the sea. Turn that jungle music down just until we're out of town. There is no one night stand. It's a real occasion. Close your eyes and you'll be there. Uh, it's everything they say. The end of a perfect day. Distance, distant lights from across the bay. Babylon sisters, shake it. Babylon sisters, shake it. So fine, so young. Tell me I'm the only one. Um, getting he he's getting too old for his or, or I'm sorry they're getting too old for their shallow experiences like prostitutes and stuff. So they're saying like just. I think both of them, like the the man and the woman, are saying, like, tell me I'm the only one. Like, just let this be the last, like, time I have to shake it for somebody. Like, let's just have a night. And the beat is like, Babylon, sister, shake it. And it just grooves and it's so good. Um, Babylon is biblical for a self-destructive lifestyle. You're not wrong. Self-destructive is, is 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 definitely part of it, but also sex work is work. I'm going to say it. Drop the mic right now. Mm-hmm. Got to do what you got to do. But in that time, you know, that's not – it was not popular at all. Oh, no. Well, it was popular just under the radar. Unpopular. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Taboo. T- yes. There we go. And that's what made people <laughs> – that's what made the people want it more. Mm-hmm. Gets the people going. 100%. So – um. Yeah, I love Babylon Sisters for the groove. That was my kind of introduction to a more jazzy style of of, of rock, mm-hmm. um, like which is a great intro. God, I love that. So sets good. the bar high. Yeah, it really does. Because then I got into jazz, and I'm like, damn, love that, love that. Because it made me think of all the popular songs that I would listen to, and I'm like, I can get behind this because I would, it's just without lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. or sometimes with, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, essentially they just moved on. Uh, they worked on a movie soundtrack in 1971, and that's when Gary Katz, um, who was working on that movie and stuff, kind of introduced, um, not introduced them to each other because they already knew each other from college. But that's when they were like, make a band, yeah. And then they made Steely Dan. So <laughs> make a band, call it Steely Dan. <laughs> hey, if I was, if I had the chance to make a band, I'd name it Steely. Stan. Steely Stan or Dealy Stan. Or um, Peely Ban. Wheelie Can. Um, My recycling bin. Oh. It's a wheelie can. Oh. Um, <laughs> dreary Flan. A, a flan that did not turn did out right. Not good. Yeah. yeah. It's just soup. <clears throat> You want to hear my last one? I would love to. <laughs> well, so 
I have. I will do two artists, but I'll do one one song each. So to start off, the Who. Yeah. Um, Who are you? Which was released August eighteenth, nineteen seventy eight. Who are you? Is an A major. Who are you? A drunk man who is a repeat offender wakes up in Soho oh, and God. returns to his lady <laughs> like a dirtbag. <laughs> Um, did you write that part yeah <laughs> <laughs> like a dirtbag it's sad sack i woke up in soho i woke up in a soho doorway a policeman knew my name repeat offender mm. he said you can go to sleep at home tonight if you can get up and walk away so like if you can show me that you can move <laughs> i will yeah. not arrest yeah, right, you right, right. which i think is such a funny way to to like s- tell that story yeah staggered back to the underground and the breeze blew back my hair i remember throwing punches around and preaching from my chair so flashback from yeah. what he was doing the night before and then who are you who 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 who, who? classic classic and you know this song the first introduction i had to it was the NCIS Las Vegas. Or yes! CSI Las yes, Vegas. Yes, yes, yes. Which I was obsessed with. My first crush was, what? was the lead investigator man yeah. who had the gray hair. Yep. Um, but the, the other actor with the piercing blue eyes frightened me. <gasps> he frightened really? me. Really? It was just his eyes, though. Like, That's fair. Piercing. Like a. Like they were deep. Miley Cyrus oh, moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! But th- I would once when my family went to Las Vegas for a trip, I was like, they brought me back a sweatshirt that had the CSI Las Vegas logo on it, oh, and I wore it all the time. I love was, that. I lo- my introduction to not true crime, but like the crime scene investigation shows. Yes, and it moved on to like NCIS and Bones. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, but pretty much this song it finishes with, I know. Oh wait, where is it? Sorry. Um, my heart, oh wait, I know there's a place you walked where love falls from the trees. My heart is like a broken cup. I only feel right on my knees. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I spit out like a sewer hole, yet you still, yet still receive your kiss. I spit out like a sewer hole, yet still receive your kiss. This woman's down bad. Holy. Her man comes home. How do you feel after a night of drinking? And then imagine, because I've never done this, passing out on the street. Imagine the smell. The smell? The smell, D. You haven't thought of the smell. <laughs> and so... I love Sunny. I love Sunny. That is so true, though. Like, this... I just know the hygiene was not there in this it's classic so rock. Far. And, you know, to get ready for this classic rock genre... I did not shower for four days, and I made a plethora of bad decisions that my parents do not approve of. I've been chain smoking since yes. 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. What kind of cigarettes? Marlboro? Is that a reds. brand? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. I don't yes. know cigarettes. I think Marlboro would be a good choice. Okay. Um. Sorry, I just love character building. <laughs> I Yeah, I wholeheartedly so, agree. There's that song. And then the other song, this is the woman that I would want to be sitting next to in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, I would pronounce it as Elena because you're Elena, but I think it's Alana Miles. With the Y? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the album is her self-titled album, which released March 28th of 1989. And... 
Black Velvet, which is an E minor, mm-hmm. has a very special place in my heart. Mm. This song I used when the American Idol auditions came to Buffalo. Oh. And I, just like a quick side story on that, I was very lucky where I got to sing both of my songs that I prepared. Wow. So how they did it was they would line you up and then there was this big tent with, I would say, six tables that were each like maybe three yards apart. Okay. And there was a producer at each table. And so there would you'd line up in a straight line and then four people would line up and like make like a T formation. Yeah. And you'd go down the line and you'd sing your first song. And if they liked you, you sang your second song. And if they really liked you, they'd go, here's your ticket. Go and do the screen test. Yeah. And so I, I was, I think, third in my line. Wow. And I got to sing both. I was the only one in my line that got oh, to sing Jenna. both songs. And I was so proud. Like, that alone. Didn't just, get the yeah, golden yeah, ticket. Yeah, yeah. But that alone, I was like, I interested you enough to get a second go at it. Yeah. And my second go was Black Velvet. My first mm. one was Hopelessly Devoted to You. Because that was just one that I had under my belt that yeah. I was very happy with. Yeah. But this song is sex sex music sex (laughs) yeah music sex ear sex (laughs) i love it love it so uh um she is a capricorn if that adds to anything about this Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um for this the notes i wrote for this song is elvis is that you because (laughs) literally because this is a song about elvis i am almost 98 percent sure mississippi in the middle of a dry spell jimmy rogers on the victrola up high Mama's dancing with a baby on her shoulder. The sun is setting like molasses in the sky. Uh. A nice long day of being a mother. The boy could sing, knew how to move, everything. Always wanted more. He'll leave you longing for. Black velvet in that little boy's smile. Mm. Black velvet with that slow southern style. A new religion that'll bring you to your knees, which Elvis pretty much was a new religion to most females in that time. Yeah. Black Velvet, if you please. And it goes on to explain how he grew and he made all these women fall in love with him. And then he had the tragic end. Mm -hmm. In a flash, he was gone. It happened so soon. But what could you do? And yeah, bringing it back to Elvis. I love this song. I just love the story that it tells where it's like he it shows he was raised and he was always the way he is like right he was always gonna end up like that and i feel like unfortunately he didn't have the proper not inspiration the proper guidance yes um he had too many bad people in his life which i have not seen either of the elvis documentaries priscilla or elvis me either so i because i'm afraid i I love i don't want it to corrupt my I, I, I do kind of, in a way, idolize Elvis because he was, like, a really big he, – he broke barriers. And, you know, like, you always want to admire people who helped the music genre expand and blossom into something new. Yeah, think about if we didn't have Elvis. Yeah, truly. I wouldn't find men sexy at all. They, I, wouldn't, have a, they wouldn't have a model to follow. Absolutely not. I love a, a greased-up man who eats five pounds of bacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If you eat five pounds of bacon, please reach out to Jenna. Yeah. She she needs you. We'll eat ten together <laughs> with PB and J. But uh, it's just it's I love and I love her. So other songs that I chose of hers were "Lover of Mine" from the same album and uh, still got still got this thing. Yeah, yeah. 
And like she sings and I I don't know if it's because you know women just understand women and her right. songs the way she writes and the way she sings it just speaks to my heart. And like everybody's had problems with a man. <laughs> no, right. and that's no offense to men whatsoever. I know you guys are doing your best and I'm so proud of you. Most are. Yeah. Yeah. The best they can. Right. For yeah. being a man. <laughs> what uh <laughs> I love you guys. Like, and I literally mean you guys, but... Guys. Guys, guys. Uh, what time are we at right now? We're at a minute, ten... Or, <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> One hour, ten minutes. Do you want to do another song by her, please? Oh, yes. Thank you. I would love to. So, we'll do Lover of Mine, because that's the other I, one yeah, that I really, I really liked. Yeah. So, Lover of Mine. Uh, lyrics. Congrats on your American Idol thing, too. Oh, that is so you. sick. I did get an email about auditioning again, but at that point I had decided like, no, I'm going to do nursing. So I was like, I don't want to try to like yeah. start something and then yeah. have it interrupted. Because God, what if like I get out on the first round? How embarrassing. <laughs> but I mean, I've think about all the connections you have too, just through like yeah, Josh Vacanti, Bo, Bo Bradshaw and, and... And those, yeah, my cool, cool friends. Yeah. That's true. Lover of mine. Yeah. For the notes on this one, I, I wrote, oh, it's an A major, but I wrote, uh-oh, she lost him. <laughs> it's, that, <laughs> it's that hopeless feeling of heartbreak, yeah. sad face. Um, lover of mine, maybe we'll take some time. Kaleidoscope mind gets in the way. Hope and I pray, darling, that you will stay. Butterfly lies, chase them away. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, lover of mine, I know you're colorblind. I watch the world fall from your eyes. All my regrets and things you can't forget. Light them all up. Kiss them goodbye. I want to cry. Yeah, me too. Um, what is this? Late seventies, early eighties, or this one? Boop, boop, boop. Oh, where, where, where? Yeah, this she? album came out in eighty nine. This is the this is the era where like rock ballads really popped off. They sing to my soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, God, it's. Let me try to encompass how I'm feeling right now. These are the kinds of songs that like I'll like weep sing to in the car because mm -hmm. songs about love. Just like a personal anecdote, I've I feel as though I've struggled with love for a long time. Oh. So any songs. That give me like that feeling of like, well, you tr at least, oh wait, at least you tried. But I found this post the other day that actually might, might, so, so it's like, I found this on TikTok, I won't lie. And this is a quote, and I, unfortunately, I don't have who said it, so I apologize. Oh, sorry. But this is the quote. It says, grief is love souvenir. It's our proof that we once loved, truly loved. Grief is the receipt we wave in the air that says to the world, look, love was once mine. I am capable of love. I love well. There is my proof that I paid the price. Grief. Oh. My. And it's. Wow. And I think that rock ballads encompass that grief. A hundred percent. Yes. Grief and loss are beautifully executed through rock ballads. Yes. Because it's like you're getting the the high from those chords 
that propel you forward and up and out like above the ceiling yeah. you're flying high yeah. but the words are just like i'm dead inside from loving mm-hmm. so hard and it melts my little brain oh and the best part about those songs is knowing you're not alone in it truly yes because i couldn't imagine going through grief or going through a heartache without music that is the one thing that gets me by there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of things that you can distract yourself with but music is the one thing that will make you feel what you are incapable of doing for yourself Mm -hmm. and i think that is a huge part of what classic rock and then getting into like the the 90s and the late 80s like rock grunge ballads is all about is feeling period feeling 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 feel your feels that's all it is god i i love that we ended with that Mm -hmm. because that is especially that song is very special i love that song i'm gonna listen to it on the way home oh jeva and then i weep like little baby and then we pick ourselves back up with the ketchup song (laughs) i said hey hey." (laughs) oh Oh, would you like to close us out elena i would love to i appreciate you guys we both do for listening to us banter and uh and our silly little thoughts about music music and 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 sliced bread and and betty white White. can't wait to listen to that part it's gonna make me laugh um (laughs) yeah that was our uh our classic rock um genre we'll obviously get back into um maybe rock again at oh, different yes. genres for sure As we were, i was saying to elena earlier i don't know if i mentioned this her choices i felt were more classic rock and mine were the next generation classic rock but, but i i think still like i think they're all still considered classic rock yeah they all paved the way for rock mm-hmm, period mm-hmm. and um rock and roll all the way to new age all that stuff so um yeah we will um We'll make our, our little Instagram post. You can check it out. Um, uh, episode um, next week, we will have an artist picked out, and mm-hmm. we will post about it. We'll give you the 411 on what you want to listen to, or if you guys have any comment or any suggestions, please feel free to comment about it. Um, we love taking any suggestions you guys have. keeps us... Um, mm-hmm. keeps our brains fresh. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they get keeps a little... keeps the hamster running on his wheel. Yeah. He just needs a little treat. Just a little treat. Little I give carrot. him a sunflower seed. Oh, he so tiny. it open with his little teeth. Oh. oh. He goes, please. ASMR time. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, turn your headphones off. <laughs> oh, well, also shout out to our friends at the Ghost Light Theater Podcast. Oh, yeah. They kind of inspired us to start. So shout out to DJ and Alex. Yes. We love you guys. They were big, big proponents in this and- had they not said just go for it, I I wouldn't have asked Jenna. Jenna and I would not have been doing this, and it's been giving us a really nice break mm-hmm. and a really nice uh, uh, artistic creativity outlet. Yes, yes. Um, so I love that. But mm-hmm. I think that's all we have today for Classic Rock. Jenna, do you have any hot topics or anything you want to say, period? Anything you need off um... your chest? Uh, get your cat spayed and neutered. Please, for the love of God, why have you not done that yet? 
not you. I know it's expensive. I'm talking to them. Mm -hmm. I'll pay for it. You give me your cat, I'll do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you go to veterinary school? I did last night in my dream. So oh, so yeah, yeah. And I have a razor blade in my car that I could use. Just one. I have uh, saline as well. We can wash it. Okay, we could just wash it and reuse it. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. Um, I think the only thing I have to say to people is take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's getting really cold out, so please put a jacket on because you're making me freezing. True. Yeah, looking at you has made me uncomfortable. And I can't believe you wouldn't think about how I feel about that. Right. It's really a little inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We're going to work on that next time. Bring a jacket and put your headphones in. Yeah. That's all I ask. Mm -hmm. Thanks. All right, guys. Oh, boy. Forgot to plug the Instagram. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram at Hear Me Out Music Pod. That is where all of our updates are going to be. Mm-hmm. At one point, we might make a Facebook, reach a, a gr- greater audience because they're kind of connected like that. But right now, we are only on Instagram. We do have a new Spotify account. It's called Hear Me Out Music Pod, I believe, or Music something podcast. And um, every week, we're going to post playlists for what we talk about, all the songs, all that all that good good stuff. So that's where you can listen to the songs and uh, you can either listen along with us or listen to it beforehand, afterwards, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, please, uh, and spread the word. Share it with your friends. Oh, please, oh, please. Pretty please. I love that. We'll give you a little treat. I'll give you a Maybe little. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. <gasps> little giveaway. You can be. Away for the you treat. <laughs> <laughs> I give you little candy from my pocket. <laughs> All right, everybody. We hope you have a good week. We will catch you for Artist Week. Bye. Bye.